So last night, as uh, I was heading up to the Hermitage, I saw probably one of the largest herds of deer that I've, well, it was dark, so I can't really tell how many there were, but I'm at least between eight and ten, maybe, uh, grazing up in the top field. <clears throat> when they saw me coming, they scampered away, uh, loving their freedom and running into the neighbor's fields, more than likely. Then during the night, um, my little doggy wanted to get up, probably to see whether any deer around as well, so he came and he woke me up and uh, just to, to be let out. Sometimes he needs to go to the bathroom. It, it's nature. If there could be a present way for you if you don't listen to his advice. So I let him out. <coughs> he loves his freedom. As soon as the door opens, he bounds like a deer. Just bounds, bounds, bounds across the field. And uh, just loves freedom. The theme for, for today's reading is, is, is freedom and sin and freedom. Freedom, freedom is such, such an important idea to us. It's something like deeply rooted in us. We don't like being told what to do. We don't like being told what we can and where and where we can and can't go. We like to be free. We like to feel free. <clears throat> and in the, how would you call it, exterior world, uh, most of us listening to this homily today, we have not had to fight for our freedom. So if we're English, Irish, American, uh, those wars of independence, they've all happened. They've all occurred. So we haven't had to fight for our freedom. We haven't had to fight to be liberated from a dictator or some oppression in order to be able to practice our faith freely or whatever it may be. We've inherited exterior freedom. We haven't had to fight for it. So exterior freedom is, is wonderful and a necessary maybe condition. Or, or No, that's not true. Exterior freedom can help interior freedom, but they are distinct and they are very independent. You can be very interiorly free, even though you might be in prison. But the exterior circumstances do help. It helps us that we can go to Mass. It helps that we can uh, receive the sacraments. It, these things, these, they do help. But interior freedom is very, very different. Interior freedom is a different world altogether to exterior freedom. And it's what the Lord is talking about here. He's, if you make my word your home, you will indeed be my disciples. You will learn the truth, and the truth will make you free. And the Jews can't really understand what, what he's talking about here. Like, you know, we're descendants of Abraham. We're not sons of prostitution. We're free. What are you talking about? Like, we, here we are. We're, we're, we're free. Like, we're not even, strictly speaking, politically, they were under the Romans. But uh, interiorly, they felt like free Jews. Okay. But the Lord then goes a step deeper. He's not talking about these exterior realities at all. Anyone who commits sin is a slave. So the real freedom he's talking about is, is freedom from sin. And all of us, as I say, all of us have this instinctual desire to be free. I used to have this, my mom is very proud of this one picture we have of, a, you know, those baby walker things, like a big ring that you sit in, you, you, you kind of shuffle around. And I used to love that I wore the wheels off my walker. Um, yeah, but these days now, they don't use them anymore because they don't want kids to walk around on their, on their toes. You know, they want to avoid that these days. Whatever. Anyway, it worked for me and I walk normally, kind of. <laughs> kind of. Um, uh, but yeah, I, and I used, to love, I used to love the freedom, the freedom of my walker because I could move much faster than I, than I could crawl. You know, I loved freedom. We all do. Still, then when it seems like I got a mountain bike again, freedom, car, freedom. You know, we love freedom. Freedom is a good thing. But if you look at history, a very interesting thing about freedom is what you do when you get it. Like think of Irish history. You know, we had a, we were uh, under English rule for a while. We rebelled against that, fought against that uh, war of independence. We became free. Good. What happened afterwards? Civil war. We got our freedom. Then what do you do with it? Now, now that we're free, now what do we do? Now who, now who rules? 
Now, how does this work? American War of Independence and American Civil War, similarly. They, they get their independence, okay, but now, now who rules? Now, now what do we do? Now who calls the shots? So it's interesting, like, independence, freedom is, is one thing. What you do with that freedom is quite another. How we man, this is, that's like, as I say, as a nation, but as individuals in the, in, in the spiritual realm, it's somewhat similar. We get freedom, okay, we're free, now what do you do with it? And this is where Lent is such a gift. You know, we have uh, this, this season of turning our hearts back to God, of, having, of using our freedom to now focus more on prayer, to now focus more on putting the Lord back into the center, focusing on turning our daily actions, mundane as they may be, into expressions of love. So now we have, we're using freedom, our freedom, to reorient us back to the heart of the Father. We want to go back to the Father. And what that's, if, if we live Lent that way, what a, what a gift, what a gift. There is a, like there is a, a spiritual battle raging around us at the moment. Uh, Padre Pio famously said, and this is back in his day, he died in 68, but he said, if the demons that surround us were to take on corporeal form, if they were to take on, if they had a body, they would darken the sun. There's so many around, they would darken the sun. That's, that's what he said. Uh, I think, I doubt things have improved much since the 60s, although the 60s are responsible for most of, and we won't go into it, but, uh, but a similar idea. That we're surrounded by these spiritual forces, these, and this is, this is real, even back with St. Paul, right? He said, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and the rulers and darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places, you know, Ephesians 6. It's not against flesh and blood that we wrestle, that we fight. It's against, it's against other spiritual forces, you know. So we're, we're engaged in a spiritual battle. And a spiritual battle for what? For true freedom. And that true freedom is found in God. That true freedom, again, contrary to popular belief, that true freedom is found in obedience. That true freedom is, 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 abound, is, is found in following what God asks of us, doing what God asks of us. That true freedom isn't found in doing what I want. It's found in doing what I should. Doing what I want, that's, that can just make us an addict. I do exactly what I want. That's not freedom. Freedom is, is using the resources I have, my abilities, to do what I should. That's freedom. So we ask the Lord today to help us to rediscover the, 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 the power that these next 12 hours, you know, 13 hours, have for today. I have now 13 hours at my disposal. I'm free. I'm not under any exterior constraints, couple of meetings, which are contrary to freedom, but uh, how do I use this time? How do I use this time? This freedom that I have, how do I use this day to glorify God? How do I glorify him in the simple actions, the study, the office work, the teaching, the meetings, the, how do I glorify him in all those things? Because getting freedom isn't enough. What do I do once I get it? And if then that freedom, in that freedom, I choose. I choose the Father. I choose his heart. I choose to be with him. Well, then I've, I've chosen what I want for all eternity. If God were your Father, you would love me. Since I have come from God. Yes, I have come from him. Jesus, teach us to use our freedom 
to find our Father. Amen. So dear brothers and sisters, I'd just like to take this opportunity to thank you all for joining us on YouTube or on Paving the Way Home or on Spotify, wherever you've listened to these homilies. Thank you so much for being part of our mission and for continuing to support our mission. It was a great gift that during lockdown uh, we could branch out or broaden uh, our, our outreach so much uh, through technology. So it was, that's been a wonderful privilege and honour. Uh, I'd ask two things, if I may. <clears throat> One that we'd really appreciate your prayers for our mission. So we have our young people here with us this year. And then there are also, there's a youth ministry, family ministry, and hopefully in the near future, men's ministry, which we hope to engage in. So we'll ask for your prayers for uh, all of those outreaches. And if you feel that the Lord is calling you to support us also financially, uh, we would greatly, greatly appreciate it. Uh, running a place like this is, is not cheap, and uh, we do need uh, benefactors' help to, to keep the show on the road and to keep our doors open and to keep this place of formation uh, alive for uh, the young people that come to us. We have opened our applications for next year as well. So if you know anybody who might like to apply, they can do so through our website, holyfamilymission.ie. And also, if you'd like to make any donations, you can do so through our website, holyfamilymission.ie, or send us an email if you'd like to uh, arrange some other form of donation. But we would be greatly, greatly appreciative of any support that you can give us uh, through your prayer and through your financial support. All right. So God bless, and we're praying for you here in Holy Family. <laughs>